5155 uh, on We'll scream and we'll see if Sinead Eulicon can hear us. Sinead Eulicon! Well, I might have to scream back, Ray, because I'm here in the RDS for the BT Young Scientist exhibition. And my Lord, the place is full of people, full of students, full of teachers, full of students who mightn't have something, mightn't have anything to do with the actual projects that mm-hmm. are on display here, but are here to to give a bull of boss to their fellow students and to egg them on as they compete for the 60th year that this competition is taking place and it's here in the RDS there are catering staff next to me here I tried to find the quietest spot so um, hopefully you're able oh, to well, hear you're, me loud you're coming in loudly and clearly yes. yeah, although you're only down the road so if you shouted we probably could hear you uh, it's, it's hard to believe 60 years of uh, the young scientists down there uh, in the RDS and you know it's, it's one of these um, secondary school competitions that's, that's envied all over the world Envied all over the world, and it's always on in January, or mm. it has been at least for the past few years. So it's really something to look forward to at the end of the year. It's like the beginning of 2024, the beginning of January. It's dotted into the diary, the Young Scientists Exhibition, and there are over 200 schools taking part here today 219 schools to be exact over 1,100 students so they've been working at this not just for the past few weeks but some of them that I spoke to today have been working on ideas developing them for the past year or so even during the summer I was talking to somebody earlier on who was saying the summer months they were spent working on this project Uh developing it and doing as much research as they possibly could before the date arrived Now the science is the obvious thing but there's also the social aspect of it Yes, and it is, uh, there are categories this year and there's an additional category. So there's the social and behavioural sciences, Mm. then there's the chemical, physical and maths category, technology, biology and ecological sciences. And a new category this year, health and well-being as well. So the 85 experts who are on the judging panel, they have their work cut out for them because they'll be going around to all the different stalls over the next few days. They'll be judging each... Oh, can you hear the announcements behind me there? (laughs) I can barely hear myself. But yeah, they'll be going around to all the different stands. And then on Friday, they'll be giving out the prizes. So over 200 prize winners in total. And then the overall winner will receive 7,000 500 euros so I tell you it's well worth their while to enter this competition and what I was referring to was the the fact that there are so many teenagers from so many schools from so many places all over the country in this building for a number of days and you know people Mm -hmm. meet each other that's what I was talking about that that social aspect of it not not the (laughs) well well, I was um, I was talking to a few students today and I could see other students from another school behind me and they were they were looking at the project. I'd say that they were eyeing up the competition, but at the same time, they were thinking, oh, wow, imagine what other people can do as well. Yes, and I suppose yeah. getting ideas from each other yeah, as well. Yeah. It's like brainstorming, you know, when everyone's in the one room together, and that's exactly what's happening here. Everyone is in the one room together, and you get to swap ideas and, I suppose, get uh, feedback as well from your peers. Yeah. Uh, so officially opened by the president, was that yesterday or today? That was, that was yesterday. Michal yeah. D. O'Higgins was here, and he opened it 
it officially. Right, um, and then the awards, as you say, t- tomorrow night. And of course, they're all dreaming, or were the Collison brothers mentioned at all in any chats? <laughs> well, not in the chats, but they do have uh, a few images downstairs of all the people who have won the overall prize over the years. And uh, the Collison brother, uh, he's he's pictured on the uh, display and, yeah. and all the other winners from the past okay. years as well. So, so, yeah. so who did you meet then? Well, I was out and about and I uh, I met Eugenie first. She's from St. Mary's School in McRoom in Cork. A lot of my classmates were talking about how they were choosing to turn to AI tools like ChatGPT for help on their assignments. And so I wanted to investigate what impact this had on students' creativity and learning achievements and uh, innovative thinking. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, it's the talk of the town, isn't it? Uh, artificial intelligence. Uh, and it's been used by students, not just in secondary, but in, in third level as well. And it's also the subject of many of the projects that you'll see if you pop down to the RDS over the next few days. A lot of people have chosen it as a subject and why not? It is very topical at the moment. And let's see what Eugene, Eugenie found out from her project. Over 80% of students found that AI tools were useful in coming up with prompts for them, like ideas and inspiration for their projects. But also 60% of students found that it hindered creativity. They felt that they couldn't come up with project ideas anymore without it and it diminished originality and authenticity in their work so good and bad yeah that's very interesting isn't yeah. it yeah yeah and um, now you met the threesome the three amigos the three amigos yes we'll stay in county cork jerome ben and ryan they all attend mount saint michael school in cork and you know yourself ray when you buy fruit and veg mm. fruit and veg tend to go off they don't have much of a shelf life or a, a fruit bowl life, maybe, to, <laughs> to borrow a phrase from Jerome, Ben and Ryan. They've designed a fruit bowl that includes features that will help to extend the longevity of bananas. And they explained to me about their project. We ran some tests on different colour lights and we found that blue light had a major effect on the longevity of the banana. Mm. It's a very simple white box that we made using a laser cutter in our engineering room. We have two fans either side to keep constant air ventilation. We have two LED lights on the top that shine blue LED light onto the bananas and it's all powered by a 9 volt battery which is under a false floor and a switch to turn it on and off. High tech and bananas. (laughs) high tech and so clever like when you see the the board that they have at their stand and all the uh, the the figures and facts that they have that have come from this project all the findings that they have gotten it's it's amazing and the actual fruit bowl itself now it's a prototype so mm. they will be developing it over the years yeah the uh, years that are to come well, well how did they get on let's find out as a result of the lights and fans it uh, increased the, the life of the banana by up to six days wow yeah, well, That's put a me, lot, isn't it? Yeah, put me down for one of those when they're available, <laughs> when they're commercially available. I'll be buying one of those. Uh, now, uh, Alicia and Rebecca. Yes, they're from Davis College in Cork and they have created an item of clothing. The aim of our project is to use assistive technology to aid the visually impaired with navigating their environment. Well, um, we got our inspiration from car sensors and how they have car uh, sensors on them that also help them to park or reverse when driving. And we thought that we could also implement the same idea into a jacket. Wow. See, why hasn't somebody done that before? Uh, That's so clever, so simple, but nobody else has done it. That's the thing. So they're sewed into the jacket and their sensors Mm -hmm. for the visually impaired. Brilliant. 
so did they expand on it? They certainly did. Wait till you hear them. We first wired the jacket. We tried using a buzzer, but we decided not to use a buzzer because if you have beeping on your left and beeping on your right, it's too hard to hear. So we use vibration motors instead, and so it vibrates on your left or right depending which side of you the obstacle is on. Currently, it measures up to 50 centimeters away, but the vibration gets stronger as you get closer. Brilliant. Brilliant, Brilliant in simplicity, yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. That's it, and they, it goes to show that they tested other things as well, you know, it didn't work out maybe with the sound, but it did work out with the vibrations. So it just shows the development that goes into all these projects as well. It doesn't happen overnight. And, and a lot of the ideas for projects come from the students' personal experience. Mm-hmm, they sure do. I met Dervla as well. She's from St. Finian's College in Mullingar in Westmeath. And she wanted to ex- do an examination of the effects of early musical training on IQ. So if you're musically trained or if you're able to play an instrument or sing, does that have an impact on your IQ? She explained it to me. I found out that people who are vocally trained have increased their CAT4 test scores. And I found that the early years have a better effect on the IQ as well. Say you started when you were 12, you started piano for one year, that year would teach you the most, so it would increase your IQ more. And in what terms does it increase your IQ? Your mathematical ability and like, it like improves your concentration as well since music does take a lot of concentration. Do you play music yourself? Yes. (laughs) Um, I started piano when I was age nine and I do singing as well. Yeah, it sort of makes sense, doesn't it? It does, yeah. The concentration level especially. Mm. If you have to learn a tune or if you have to learn how to play a certain note, you're focused. Yes, yeah, that's terrible Mm. there. Who else? I met Brianna and Grace. They were from St Mary's College in Derry and when I saw their stand, I couldn't pass by without speaking to them because I know you had... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> an encounter with uh, a few mosquitoes when you were I on did. holidays I there did. recently. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they Nasty. wanted to <laughs> they wanted to figure out if you mix mosquito repellent with sunscreen, does it have any effect on the sunscreen and the impact of it? And that's what they focused on for their project. What we've discovered is that you can and that the mosquito repellent or insect repellent will not have any effect on how well the sunscreen works. We put it through our data logger to see the transmittance of the UV being absorbed and we saw that there was a low transmittance which means that the UV is being absorbed and the sunscreen is doing its job. So win-win? Yes, exactly. No more bites and no more burn. You can continue to use mosquito repellent and sunscreen. Yeah, I wonder if anybody combined the two. In one that product. Be, yeah, that would be great. A product to yeah, um, yeah. develop and put on the market. You'd yeah, that's my, right that's, oh, my oh. that's my copyright now. That's my copyright. That's my copyright. Does that count? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Like, loads of people have loads of ideas. It's about the execution of the ideas. That's what counts, you know. That's it, because yeah. it's so easy to be talking and talking about, oh, I could do this yes, and I could do that. Yeah. And when you see somebody else create something, oh, sure, that's easy. Why couldn't I do that? But why couldn't you? Why don't you do it if you want to do it? Well, I've had so many this. ideas, Sinead, so many ideas over the years. Oh. Don't get me started. Now, finally... You have to write a book. <laughs> Finally, yes. Finally, yeah, and then there was silence I <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it in it. Marcus and Josh. Firestarters were our eventual conclusion. So you made firestarters out of coffee, Josh? Uh, we use other used ingredients, such as candle wax, uh, used coffee grounds and dryer fluff. 
and then we light them on fire and we test them in a calorimeter. Uh, we found that our fire lighters were nearly twice as good as traditional fire lighters uh, due to the fact that they lasted twice as long and were about a 10 degree difference between traditional fire lighters. Could this be used in the future? Uh, we believe it can. We're going to spread the recipe around. A few of my family members already use it. Is that your job at home to make it? Uh, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not here to make money, you were telling me. Yeah, we're not here to make a profit. We're here to make a change. Ah, Marcus and Josh. Yeah, make a change. Uh, sorry about change. that. I know it's, it's, it's noisy down there. I should have been uh, uh, more plain in the hand over to you. Oh, no, there, Dr. Talk behind you. Uh, so they are using leftover coffee. Leftover coffee grounds. So this is a sustainable alternative to, tradi- to traditional fire starters. So... It's not just the coffee that they use, but they add other things as well, like fluff from the tumble dryer, candle wax, and they're experimenting and they're trying to come up with a solution that's better than the traditional fire lighters. Yeah. So um, as you heard there, Josh uses it himself at home as well. So uh, that's very a good effective, start anyway. Very effective. Now, very effective. And they're from Ordskull Reach in Limerick. Brilliant. And uh, where are you going now? Oh, I've been here since about 10am and I've seen only... A, a, a few stands and a few projects at this stage I could spend the entire day here I'm going to go for another little bit of a wander I'm going to have a look at a few more projects and I might find a few students to talk directly to you Ray in a little while as well about their their work yeah uh, brilliant brilliant stuff there Sinead thanks so much for mm. that thank you and we'll talk to you later thanks Sinead that's Sinead Neulicon there it's, it's such an institution isn't it the the BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition. That's its official title. Uh, I remember, like, 30... I've been going down there on and off for 35 years. 35 years. Janie Mackers. Uh, and, of course, a lot of the people who were working in industry in Ireland would have gone through that. And I see uh, a man called Monan. He was the first winner back in 1965. And he was there earlier in the week um, to help people remember the early days of the Young Scientist. And more from that with Sinead later on. But first, now we go live to the RDS and to Sinead New who's down there at the BT Young Scientists and Technology Exhibition. Hello, Sinead. Hello, Ray, from the Biological and Ecological Sciences section of the RDS. I've been walking around for the past half hour or so, looking at different projects, and I've come across a project from St. Joseph's Community College in Clare, and it is very, very interesting. See the smell is gone. That's S-E-A. It kind of reminds me of bang and the dirt is gone. But it's C and the smell is gone. And I've got Cara, Kean and Connor here by my side. And they're going to tell a little bit more about this really interesting project. They've had TDs come up to them in the past half hour. They've had judges and they've had people stopping them, asking them many questions. Their stand is very, very impressive. <laughs> right. Uh, so, St. Joseph's Community College, Kilkee in County Clare. Hello, Cara. Hello, Ray. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, now, see, the smell is gone. I presume this is a play on words of some description. It is. It yes. Is, yeah. Go on, explain yourself. So, our project is called Biolyzer. So, what we're doing is we're collecting seaweed from our local area mm. and we're turning it into a biochar. And then, with that biochar, we're mixing it with slurry, and then that gets rid of the smell of the slurry and it also improves the soil quality then when you spread it on the land. So, the Irish countryside, if you have your way, is going to be odour free. It is, exactly, yeah. You won't have to worry about your washing on the line anymore now. <laughs> so is that, is that what happens down the country, that the smell actually sticks to the washing? Oh, definitely, yeah. 
many times we've been told to run around the house now and close all the windows when dad spread the slurries so yeah. and you'd be going out to a disco on a Friday night smelling the slurry now you can't be having that you definitely not yeah. definitely not no now Cara the odd thing is though when, when you know because obviously I'm from a town in the country originally but now I live in Dublin and when we drive down the country and there's slurry been spread I wind down the windows of the car and I say to my children and my wife ah there it is the smell of the country oh. I know I bet, I bet you don't leave the windows rolled down for too long though <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the science of it is that the seaweed uh, some ke- chemical reaction with the slurry and it takes yes. the smell out of it wow yeah so yeah the biochar is able to absorb the ammonia and the slurry so that's what gets rid of the smell mm. how, how yeah. did you happen upon this yeah, so this is actually our second year at the BT, so we decided to carry on our project that we had last year, uh, which was Kelpolium. So, so will I yeah. talk to Keen about that? Do. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Cara, Keen. for the moment. So Keen Mac- my Cara's side here. Yeah, how are you, Keen? Keen McNerney is also from St. Joseph's Community College. So this is your second year at the Young Scientist, Keen. It is, it is, yeah. And this um, is the next step. It is, yeah. No, last year there we were trying to um, produce a biofuel through the seaweed, but we kind of realised that it wasn't very viable, so we moved away from that and we tried to produce a biochar, which we were successful with. Uh, We got help there from Toos and Limerick, uh, so we were very appreciative of them. Yeah. And who's the teacher that helps you out through all of this? Uh, that's Miss Egan. She's absolutely brilliant. Now she's doing everything for us, and she came up with us as well. And Miss Burke is here as well with us. So it's yeah. a big shout out to them too. So, so Keen, having experience from last year, you're probably walking around with your chest out, going, "Yeah, we we know what's going on here. We've yeah, been here yeah. before." Yeah, feeling like we own the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was trying to get out of Sinead uh, at the beginning of the show there today about the social element of the Young Scientist exhibition. Can you share a bit of that with us? Because because there's. You know, thousands of teenagers from all over the country from different schools, all in the one place for a number of days. Um, yeah, I know, it's brilliant. Like, geez, we're, we're meeting people here the whole time. And yeah. there's people coming up to us talking to us, and you meet loads of people that, that have similar interests and mm. different interests, and it's great to just uh, walk around, you know, and see the brilliant ideas that people come up with. Um, you know, you wouldn't think of them in a thousand years. Yeah, there's a great buzz there, isn't there? Oh, it's brilliant, yeah. 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 Now, your other teammate is Connor Crotty. Uh, That's, yeah. Connor He's passing Crotty. the headphones to Connor the, there, great. but just before I go to Connor, yes. I would like to let you know that these guys are all in matching outfits. I know there are people here in school uniforms, but you should see the outfits that the three in front of me are wearing. Go on. Kilkey Community College on it, but Massey Ferguson as well. And on the back it says, see, the smell is gone. <laughs> so they are well prepared for this competition. Black and red, just the same colours as the Massey Ferguson yeah. on the outfits. And Connor's by my side now. How are you, Connor Crotty from County Clare, all the seas well, there? Yeah, well, um, well, Ray, how are you keeping? I'm, I'm good, actually. I'm good. I'm a bit worried. I'm a bit worried about you getting rid of the smell of the countryside. It's something that I like. I know I might be on my own on this, but. Uh, well, as Cara said, we're trying to save the women of Ireland by stopping the washing lines getting riddled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what's the future? So this is your second year. You've put a lot, an awful lot of work into this over the last couple of years. Where do you hope it goes? I suppose the hope is to be able to do this in a larger scale and produce our biochar in hopefully a factory someday. So if you ever get sick of RT, we'll give you a job producing this. <laughs> Would you? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I could do marketing or something like that. Connor. I suppose, yeah. yeah bit of, I suppose. Bit of PR or yeah, something, you know. Yeah, bit of PR, yes. That would be the PRO. What would you call the company? I suppose um, 
I suppose you could just call it Biolizer. Yeah, Biolizer doesn't have a nice ring to it, yeah. Well, you might give us a few hints about what yes, you might Yes, I'll, I'll work on that. I'll work, now, I'll have to invoice you if I gave you ideas, of course, Connor. That's, <laughs> that, that, that's the way. We were t- we were, uh, Sinead was talking to another group earlier on, and they're not in it for the profit. They're, they're there to change the world. Well, so, no, we're just in it for the crack. All right. That's why we're in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, just for the criminal banter. <laughs> the criminal. And what about what about that banter? And is there is there a disco at the end of all this, or is there? I think there is. Or into the early hours in the morning, I'd be hoping. Yes. Yes. Okay. And 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 how are your moves, Connor? Oh, scandalous. <laughs> Are all ye fifth years or sixth years? No, we're in we're in our leaving third year now, so big yeah. pressure's on with the mocks after this. Yes, I can see that this is a nice little respite from all of that. It is, yeah, a bit of a holiday. Yes, the... yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we'll definitely do the young scientists. Yes, we'll be up there in Dublin, away from. Yeah, yeah. And how how is it going? How are your prep preparations going for the mocks? Well, it is grand. I won't get too stressed anyway. We'll see when the time comes. You don't sound like a man who gets stressed at all. Um, no. And what's... Because the, the CAO has to be filled in soon, doesn't it? Oh, it does, yeah. That'll be in February. But you can change your mind then again in June yeah. or July. So we'll see you closer to the time. Would you, I'm would you, agricultural science. Agricultural so. science, right. Whereabouts? Yeah. Which university? Hope and Cork, but sure, the pints are a bit high, but we'll see how it goes. Right. Uh, and what about Keane and Cara? It's mad that you all are C's, isn't it? Cara, Keane and Connor. Yeah, CCC. So yeah. Keane's getting the headphones now. He's going to tell us what he wants to do after the leaving search. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's Cara, Keane and Connor from uh, a community college in Clare. It's, uh, yeah. Um, Keane, what's, what's your ambition then? Um, I'd be hoping to go into construction now. Right. And is that in the family? Uh, not really, no, but it's my interest in here, so... Yeah, well, we're going to be building houses for a long time to come. It's not going away. Oh, yeah, definitely, 100%. It's steady. And when you say constru- is, uh, construction, what, like, is it developing or um, bricklaying well, like, or carpentry or... I'm kind of looking at quantity surveying. Ah, there, yeah, um, yeah. You know, a clean enough job, good yes. money and stuff. <laughs> clean yeah, enough yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. All right, you, you've sussed this out. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and Cara's beside you there. We'll go back to Cara. Um... So, Cara, have you thought about your CAO application yet? Yeah, I'm uh, looking at a business course in Limerick that looks very nice, so we'll right. see how if I get my points for that. And, and what sort of business would you like to see yourself in in a few years' um, time? I think at the moment I, I do general business, but I like the idea of maybe uh, human resource or advertising or something like that, maybe. Yeah. Well, how many are in St. Joseph's? Oh, we're a very small school now. I think we've only around 150 students in our all? school. So that's it. Yeah, there's only 36 in our year. So yeah, and it's one of the biggest years. So yeah, we're we're low in numbers, but we're yeah. doing very well for ourselves above here. So we're very proud of it. Well, that's that that's a great achievement for such a yeah. small. I was in a very small school as well. There are advantages, aren't there? In the, oh, definitely. Yeah. Sure. we know everybody. We had um we had first years and second years above visiting us today now, and sure, we know we know them all very well, and it's yeah. lovely. Like you, you'd meet every and you know everybody and it's a close-knit community yeah. and definitely yeah you yeah. probably get more more attention whether you like it or not from the teachers yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah so so business it is and what's the what's the ratio what's the divvy out between girls and boys uh in our school yes um i'd say it's fairly even there might be more girls in the school all right but you know everyone gets on anyway so it's good right. yeah so so fingers crossed for tomorrow evening when the Thank results are much. announced how did yeah. you do last year 
We did very well last year actually. We won the Jack Rest and Display Award and we were highly commended for our project. So we were told to come back this year. So you never know, we might do a bit better oh, this year again. So, so you were told yeah. to come back, nudge, nudge, yes, wink, wink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you continue this level, you might be a winner next year. Yes, a big yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah. Right, will you be nervous? Not really, no. no. We're not, no, no. No, we you're, just you're, enjoy you're, it. you're yeah. all very relaxed there. Yeah. <laughs> the three C's. And, and Ray, they have a very impressive display this year as well. They've got some really nice paintings as part of it. Right, right. Cara might tell us more. Yes, we have uh, lovely Ukrainian students in our school, Daria, Kate and Paulina, who helped us um, do our design board. Really talented artists. So, yeah, we really thank them for the work that they put into this Great. as well. Well, listen, whatever happens, enjoy the rest of it. Uh, Connor Crotty, uh, Kian McInerney and Cara Killeen, thank you so much from St. Joseph's thank Community you, College. Thank you, thank you. Good luck with it. Bye, Sinead Neulicon, thanks for finding those people. I really enjoyed that chat. Thanks, Sinead. Thanks so much. Right, Sloan, Sloan, Sloan. That's it from us. Um, Sarah and Cormac are on the way on Drive Time Wayne. We are back tomorrow at three o'clock. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday evening. The Ray Darcy Show on RTE Radio 1.